Hey, hey, you're listening to Don't Lie to Your Life Coach Podcast with Kim Arrington. I'm Kim Arrington. I'm a life coach, a weight loss coach, an author, and a badass passionate about helping you connect back to your most authentic self. Join me here each week so I can coach you on how to think all those juicy thoughts that get you feeling your absolute best and taking some big ass action. Coaching has changed my life and it can change your life too. I'm here to give you real life solutions to create a life you'll love. Because the truth is, boo, you ain't just got problems, you got options. Hey, 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 y'all. I want to welcome you to the 74th episode of Don't Lie to Your Life Coach. (laughs) No, I'm just coming on before because... I've been promising y'all an episode about the drama triangle, and I actually decided to take how I taught it in Half-Life, my course on weight loss for women over 40, and to just give you that in the course. So you're going to hear how I teach the drama triangle and the empowerment triangle in the course. Just a little tip. You're probably going to want to pause and let your brain take in um, everything for each one of the categories. We'll just call them categories. Um, also, I want to remind you that I am doing free weight loss classes. Go to kimarrington.com forward slash free weight class. So you can sign up to get access to that class. It's three secrets to unstoppable weight loss for women over 40. You want that. Also, the 75th episode is coming up next week. It's coming up next week. I'm so excited about it. And I think I've decided I'm going to talk to you all all about things I've learned in these 75 episodes and tell you a little bit more of my story and all those good things. So make sure you hang in and you keep listening. This is a good episode, but remember, it's coming from the course. So if it says, oh, this is a workbook activity or you'll do that, unless you're in the course, which why the hell wouldn't you be in the course by now? Half-Life is awesome. Um, Then you're not going to get that. All right. Enjoy. Here is our seesaw. I love seesawing. Y'all love seesawing growing up? I don't know. I haven't been on a seesaw in years. Actually, that is not true. I took my nieces and nephews. Actually, I took my nieces and nephews and my nieces and nephews' children so my grandnieces and nephews, and we were, I was totally on a teeny tiny seesaw. <laughs> Healing in a seesaw or a lever. Some of y'all going to say lever. I say lever, have a lot in common. Do you remember learning about levers in science class? How it's a simple machine that can be used to lift heavy burdens? On the weight loss journey, there's something that can help lift heavy burdens too. It's your healing. I ask my clients, do you want to be right? Or do you want to be healed? I don't know why this is, this is the cosmos and this is just represents your healings, I guess. I don't, I don't, you're healing, I guess. What is healing? It's learning to love all the versions of you. It's seeing your innocence, even in the most problematic versions of you. It's giving yourself everything you wanted from folks that couldn't give it to you. It's not stopping until you feel so full of self-love that food just becomes food. I know you're already worthy. And if you don't believe it, I believe enough for both of us. <laughs> 
So that's why in Half-Life, I teach you to process and release difficult emotions via the five O's, to remember who you truly are through the DCR method and the play step, and to slowly inch by inch, let go of old pains and old hurts. And that is all the frameworks. How to change your weight loss story is going to be the bomb for this. It is coming. It is coming. And let me just stop for a second. I really thought a lot about the sequencing in this, like when you were ready for what. That's why I want you to follow it, how it's been set up. Do y'all know, like I came from the music world. The way a CD is put together, the way the songs go together is thought about so much. That's how these videos are too. Understand there is no lasting weight loss without healing. It's how you stack the deck in your favor. It's the shortest way to get to what you want. It's the shortcut you don't know you want yet. It's the relief of letting go of decades old pain. It's the real prize. Stopping overeating is just a symptom. Change is possible. Okay, up next are two of the most powerful borrowed models I can teach. The drama triangle and the empowerment triangle. Like this is going to be meaty, y'all. Jackfruity and potatoes or meat and potatoes. It's going gonna, it's gonna to have a lot. You're going to want to watch this several times. Give a little trigger warning on this. I'm going to give a little trigger warning. What you may experience coming up may bring up things in you, may make you feel you haven't always led with your best person, but we are learning. We are learning to heal. And remember, if you are learning to heal, it is all versions of you you get to love. So let's talk about this. The triangle is the persecutor, the rescuer, and the victim. Persecutor eventually is empowered to the challenger. Rescuer is eventually empowered to the coach. And the victim is eventually empowered to the creator. I am on this drama triangle too. Do you wonder where I am? The rescuer is empowered to the coach. That was me. However, I have features of all of these and you may too. Here is the empowerment triangle. So the creator is the former victim, the challenger is the former persecutor, and the coach is the former rescuer. Let's break it down. For the drama triangle, some of these examples might feel extreme. This is not to judge yourself at all. This was so helpful in my healing. I realized I was the rescuer and I I could do the work to empower myself to be the coach. Believe me, Looking at the other categories may be helpful and you recognizing some of your behaviors too. What I love about working with the drama triangle is that the empowerment triangle literally gives you the steps to heal. We'll go over the drama triangle first and then we'll move to the empowerment triangle. I just want to tell you all, if this is work you can't do on your own, therapist, coach, 12-step program, clergy, group, you know, programs, courses. Prioritize this first. And then I would say, unless it is really difficult for your life, move on to another course. But you can do this with a therapist. You can do this with a life coach. You can do this talking to a clergy, okay? So you have some options. All of this will be worked out in your workbook too. You'll have some ways to look at this and you'll ask yourself some questions. So here are the triangles together. And isn't it interesting how one is inverted and then one is right side up? I don't know the way to say it. And I'm going to put on my glasses so I can really see this because I keep leaning into the screen. Okay. Persecutor, empowered to the challenger, feels safety in being critical with pre-established rigid black and white thinking, points outwardly to others in blame instead of allowing discomfort, 
uses control and blame shifting to feel safe, feels angry, resentful, and overwhelmed, and secretly wants to be absolved of feeling responsible for others and duties they don't want to do, feels burdened by having to assign blame and having to be the competent truth teller or the only one who can do it right, intellectualizes feelings and has difficulty recognizing emotions other than anger. Kind of the affirmative statement that they use is, this is your fault. You're not okay, but I am. Just do what I tell you. Let's go to the next one. Here's the rescuer. Feels like they have to provide support even when they don't want to. Feels guilty and anxious if they don't rescue. Is anxious about outcomes that they don't participate in. Feels connected, needed, in control, and superior when the victim is dependent. Is extremely resentful, emotionally flooded, and consumed, over-responsible, and over-giving when rescuing. Secretly wants to be rescued. That's what they wanted. In the past, they wanted to be rescued. Adapts in the present with codependent relationships where they manage their anxiety by looking at it like they're helping, but they really want to control. This is me, y'all. This is me. And here's their statement. You need my help. You're not okay, but I am nice and I will fix you. Let's talk about the victim. The victim senses no inner safety and feels helpless, powerless, oppressed, incapable, and misunderstood. They secretly want a rescuer to constantly validate their feelings. They refuse solutions in the form of making decisions, solving problems, professional help, hello, life coach, self-help, self-care, and change. They use the past as a constant indicator of the world as being an unsafe place. And they say, poor me, I give up, I'm not okay, but everyone else is. Remember, your drama triangle has a companion, which is the empowerment triangle. And this is how you can change everything around. What I love about working with the drama triangle is that the empowerment triangle literally gives you the steps to heal. Let's look at how the empowerment triangle and the drama triangle work together for your healing. So remember that persecutor becomes the challenger. So if you look down at the bottom of the screen, I was very meta with this. Red is what we want to change from and green is go what we want to change into. So the challenger with a clear structure, and that is the former persecutor, communicates assertively and is able to identify, process, release, and affirm thoughts, feelings, and ideas of self and others including a healthy relationship with anger. That's a big feature, a big feature. Persecutor is angry all the time. The challenger now has a healthy relationship with anger. So anger is going to come, but it doesn't devastate. It doesn't dismay them. Sets boundaries instead of threatening others to get their way. Doesn't consistently take issues of others personally or try to solve every problem that arises. Doesn't routinely point out everything that is wrong. Becomes an active listener who lets other deploy and strategize solutions for themselves and the whole. That means they aren't the only one who's coming up with the solutions and they don't have to implement the solutions. Other people can do it too. Ask questions instead of blaming or shaming others. Accountable to self first. Make expectations clear while collaborating 
or considering the other. So here's the affirmative statement. I can choose to listen to your problems because they are not mine to solve. (laughs) So remember the empowerment for the rescuer. This is me, baby, who becomes the coach. So remember the rescuer, the green, they go to the clear support and they become the coach. Doesn't do for others what they can do for themselves. They're willing to listen without actively taking on other people's problems and pain. If they do feel pain, they do not feel obligated to respond with problem solving. They allow others the time and space to come up with their own solutions. They take care of their own needs first. They listen to their guts. They set boundaries that reflect their limitations. They believe in others finding their own solutions. They listen to support rather than rescue. They listen instead of leading. They offer compassion instead of action. So offering compassion instead of action would be listening and saying, I'm so sorry that happened to you, but not offering an action plan. They only help others when asked or ask if they can help or if they want help. If asked, they decide if they truly want to help. If so, they pre-decide their boundaries and limitations. They remind themselves or you remind yourself, you are not the only person that can help. Supporting can be sharing resources that does not involve active participation. With the coach, I care about you, you are capable, and I do not need to take on your issues. So let's talk about the victim. The victim becomes empowered to be the creator the survivor, the thriver with problem solving. That is the former victim. So the victim accepts your uniqueness, yourself as you are, and your vulnerabilities. Moves to taking adult responsibility for self by deciding and stating what you really want, problem solving, and taking action. They become their own rescuers. You become your own rescuers. Ask the right people for support. If someone helps or you help yourself, keep agreements and commitments, follow through by taking action with a plan, consistently makes decisions, solve problems, gets professional help, engages in self-help, positive self-talk, self-care, and gradual, gradual, gradual change, focuses on positive outcomes and strengths, lets go of old thinking and tracks progress and benefits sees intermittent failures as a normal part of any process. Yes, baby, you are going to fail. The creator, how can I get what I want in a healthy way? This is all of it. (laughs) This is all of it. This is all of it. Y'all know how long it took me to do this slide. This is all of it. I think I could take my glasses off now. This is all of it. Remember, the persecutor becomes the challenger. The rescuer becomes the coach and the victim becomes the creator. Is there one of the standards under the drama triangle that really stuck out for you? Can you find one or two standards that match up with you under the empowerment triangle? Maybe try to exercise that standard one to three times in the next few weeks or the next week. Here's an example. Under the persecutor of the drama triangle, the fourth standard is feels burdened by having to assign blame and having to be the competent truth teller or the only one that can do it right. So try working on 
setting boundaries instead of threatening others to get your way. When something doesn't work the way you want, you can't always quit. Don't always take issues with others personally. It's always about the other person. Even if they're commenting on your behavior, it's probably something that's happened to them in the past that's coming up. I mean, you still can apologize, but don't try to solve every issue that arises. Don't routinely point out everything that is wrong. Become an active listener who lets others deploy and strategize solutions. Let people solve their own stuff. Ask questions instead of deciding or assuming or blaming or shaming. If I thought I was a persecutor, probably the first one I think I would do, honestly, I gave you these three, would probably be to listen to other people talk about their problems and feel really uncomfortable where I don't offer solutions. Probably what I would say, say if I'm on a phone call with someone, their their dump truck in their day, I would say, sending you a lot of love in this situation. I know you'll figure it out. That must be really tough. I've seen you work through harder things. I really would like to help right now, but I'm just not able to. Have you thought about this resource and give one and then back away? That would be some of the things that I would do. Just remember, healing can initially feel uncomfortable because you're doing something different than you had before. If you stick with it, it gets better. You may need some extra help to support you in dealing with these things that come up. To be healed, let's look at a few dynamic ways to receive help. 12-step programs or support group, interfaith support, books, podcasts, social groups, YouTube, body work and alternative treatments, therapist or a counselor, group coaching or courses, or one-on-one life coach. You know, every episode is sponsored by my weight loss course, Half-Life Weight Loss for Women Over 40. So I want to let you hear more about it. Hey, hey, I'm Coach Kim. And I'm your last weight loss coach, but I've cracked the code 65 pounds of weight loss later, and I can teach you how to keep weight off because I'm going to teach you all about the thing you really want, which is lasting weight loss. All about my weight loss program. It's called Half-Life Weight Loss. Learn how to stop overeating, lose weight, and gain yourself back. For Successful Women Over 40. And you better know successful is an acronym that we'll talk about all in my course. But here's the deal. With Half-Life Weight Loss, you're going to get 15 plus hours of instructional videos that you can listen to any time of the day or night. They're yours to listen to as you want. You're going to get a workbook that's going to help you answer all those questions to get you to lasting weight loss. Email support. Okay, I'm going to check in on you via email every now and then an audio version of the course. So think about it. You're going to already get a video version, right, that you're going to be able to watch, but you're going to get an audio version to take with you on a walk or in the car or when you're doing the dishes. I'm also going to include a downloadable 75 things to do other than overeat because with Half-Life Weight Loss, I have really three goals for you. Learn how to not overeat, which results in lasting weight loss if you continue. Learn all the other things you'd rather do than overeating. And learn how to remember who you truly are. All right, no one does it better than me. So I want to see you here to get it done. You to press 
go. I want you to do this for yourself. This is the best time to lose weight. You are the best version of you to lose weight. And I'm going to help you every step of the way. It's time to upgrade your solution. And I got you. Half-Life Weight Loss is going to help you gain your whole self back. I got you. All right. Can't wait to see you on the inside. All right. We're back. Remember, if you want to know more about half-life weight loss, you can go to kimmerington.com forward slash free weight class. Let's get back to the podcast. So one of the things that I've done to work on this, and I'm going to create this activity in your workbook, is a needs inventory. What do you need? Not just from yourself. I'm going to have a list where you what you need for yourself but what needs you would like from others too. So I like to solve by Google docking it or phone noting it, putting them, making a list on my phones. I don't forget and I'm able to revisit it over and over. When things are hard on the boulevard, I revisit these docs and move forward with a solution. This one is about my needs for others. As a former rescuer, I only thought about giving. Now I know receiving it is just as important. So you're going to have a what are my needs section in your workbook, and then I'm going to have a what are my needs from others. When you want to have something to work on, choose one. Like I can look and see the need for passion. That means that if I'm looking for the need from passion for myself, I'm looking at my list, then I would, and maybe in my workbook, I will include like some of mine to, to show you. Yeah, I'll do that. And some, I'll I'll include that, I promise, okay? So the need for passion, that means I have to find other things I'm passionate about than the ones that I normally am. Like I'm passionate about my work, but I became passionate about running, okay? And then my need for passion from others, for me, conversation is everything. So I could not let my husband be the person or my best friend be the person who who comes with all my needs. So I very intentionally create opportunities to have wonderful conversation with other people. And recently when I was in Martha's Vineyard, this was such a crazy story. I put up, I was there. My cousin, my artist, amazing cousin, illustrator cousin was there. And he was like, come over. And I went over and I had the most beautiful conversation with him, his wife, his kids, his adult kids. It was incredible. And there were ribs and there was lemon cake and there was uh, cocktails from Italy. Okay. Perfect. So I know my passion is in conversation. My passion is in moving my body at times. So I do that for myself. So the other, that was my cousin. It wasn't my husband. It wasn't my best friends. It wasn't the people who aren't passionate about conversation. I was trying to get conversation out. I'm not saying any of those people aren't. But then the running is something I can do for myself. I'm passionate about going in the woods. I can do that for myself. So you're gonna wanna look at your healing, doing things, by how you can solve for it and also asking if it's appropriate for other people to solve for it too. Coach Kim metaphor loading. So you see the clothes, but sometimes it takes multiple washes to get the funk out. I was using a sulfur mask on my face and I had never used it before. And I washed that sulfur washcloth in with the rest of my towels. I had to wash my towel loads five times. I had to put vinegar in. And I learned that if I was going to use a sulfur mask, I needed to use either an old washcloth I didn't care about or like a paper towel to get it off. 
Sometimes it takes multiple ways of hitting a situation to get the funk or to get to the healing, to get the bad juju, whatever you want to call it out. You're going to have to revisit big issues several times with maybe different healing helpers. You're worth your own time to get it right. You wouldn't even question doing this if it was your kid. So don't question it being you. My journey as a step-parent and all that comes with it has been a huge thing. I've had to revisit over and over with multiple healing helpers. Heck, you see this? I had these on my feet. These are my yoga toes. The top of my foot was hurting. I had to find a solution and I put on my yoga toes. Now I'm taking them off, all right? (laughs) Don't hold on to the hard, so hard. You can let things go. You can let things go. You can let things go. Weight loss is a perfect way And I don't use that. I don't, I meant to use perfect. It's a great way. It's a perfect way to learn boundaries, to heal, to prioritize yourself, to say yes and no to yourself and others. Weight loss is perfect for that. Unhappiness comes from thinking you don't have choices. You always do. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for joining me. Remember, next week is the 75th episode. I'm so excited. I'm going to tell you how I've done this over and over and over, over and over and over, um, and how that's been almost a spiritual practice to just know it's what you got to do every week. Y'all have a good one. I hope you enjoyed this episode so much. This is powerful, powerful stuff. Y'all have a good week. Enjoy. Come back for the 75th episode. Cannot wait. Are you feeling what you just heard? Good, good. Repeat after me. You don't have to figure it out on your own again anymore. I'm here to help. Head over to KimArrington.com and download my free video series dedicated to getting you feeling your best right now. Look around. There's some good stuff waiting on you. Got questions? Well, we're always talking on the socials. So find me on YouTube, Insta, and the book. Don't be shy, y'all. Go listen to another episode or join me here the same time next week. Finally, don't keep good shit to yourself. Share this with a homie that could use some help, too. Remember, we're not lying to ourselves anymore. We're not lying to our doctors. And you damn sure don't lie to your life coach. 